Blushing girl from Blushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Miss uh, Fine. Hello. Welcome back. It's another episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield, the podcast about the nanny, a hit sitcom from the 90s starring Fran Drescher. I am Sean D. Pasquale, also known as Big Daddy D. No, I'm not. <laughs> no one calls me that. And I'm here with... <laughs> Doria Sheffield. <laughs> I got I, I got Toria with that one good. Um, this week, we are deep into season sex, which is considerably less sexy, which I guess is what happens once you get pregnant. Although... Uh, was it this episode where there's sex? I think there's this one where yeah, she keeps trying to convince trying him to have to sex. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is uh, season sex, episode 17, The Dummy Twins. Not my favorite title. Uh, directed by Steve Posner, uh, who's a, a new name in the hat this season. I guess uh, PMJ had to take a week off to probably prep the next week's episode, which is absolutely massive from a directorial standpoint we've talked about that next week um and it was written interestingly by 150 people hmm. <laughs> story by are you ready rachel yep. changle harriet goldman camilla lynn and ivan menchel and then teleplay by ivan menchel so this one had a lot of hands in it um as we'll also see for next week's episode uh, again um all of the episodes this season seem to like bleed into one another. So it's, it's pretty interesting. There's like almost like a rolling storyline yes, uh, yes. this season, which is kind of fun. Um, and Toria, what is this one about? Well, first, well, we'll get it. I was going to get into the title cause I have a question for you, but this is yeah. the episode where we deal with the repercussions of Niles having asked Cece to marry him and also B plot. Uh, Fran and Maxwell have to watch these two little fake baby dolls to prep for having their own twins. And so I was going to say, do you think the dummy twins was sort of a, a double meaning for yes. those little babies and Niles and Cece? Yes, I do. I just think it just feels like a lazy title. I think the word <laughs> dummy always strikes me as so lazy, you know? I don't know. I'm like, wait, maybe maybe it's in reference to something. It is. It's Does a double... Know? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, maybe it's a reference to something. If it is and we missed it, please let us know. Uh, as, yeah, like as, the Mummy uh, Twins or I don't know. Yeah, the Mummy, the there. famous, the famous movie, The Mummy Twins. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> listeners, if I sound exhausted, it's only because I got back from, a, I was going to say Australia, like a real Australian. It's because I got back from Australia yesterday. So my my mouth is not moving as fast or as slow as my brain. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, and oh, I thought of you so much every time I heard someone go, oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. But so, okay, that's what happens this episode. Uh, and we yeah. start moments after we left off last week when Niles had us CC to marry him. Or I guess it's like a, it's a bathroom, actually. It's a bathroom, yeah. It's a bathroom. And um, this is where CC has fled to. And, you know, Fran's like, like, Miss Babcock, Miss Babcock, like, tell me what happened. What did he say? What did you say? <laughs> and this all happens, by the way, while Cece is in a bathroom stall and Fran has um, climbed up on the toilet seat next to it to peer in. <laughs> so invasive. Um, and Cece reveals that she turned him down because he's not rich. And Fran was like, forget your head. What does your heart say? And then Cece thinks and goes, don't marry a maid. <laughs> I, I, I lol'd at all of this i thought it was so funny yeah <laughs> my yep. note is just haha cc not marrying niles because he's too poor 
<laughs> it's and, so mean. And, and so she walks out and she's also not only like not going to marry him, but she's like totally amused by the whole situation. And she basically promises to like hold it over Niles's head forever and never the let him live it life. down. Yeah. And then yeah. she leaves, but then Niles pops out of a storage closet. He's clearly heard the whole <laughs> thing and he is livid at Fran. He's like, he's like, you know, you pushed me to say something. And this was the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me. And like, my life is basically over. And yeah. before she can really respond, then Yetta pops out of a stall <laughs> asking if they have her dress in a size six. Because she really wandered into the bathroom. Now thinks she's in a store dressing room. I wrote, she does have dementia. I, I hope that... They get her in some sort of, you know, long-term memory care facility <laughs> soon. There's a there's a super cut next episode and and it's like played for laughs, but all I could think was like, this is just a, like a super cut of a woman's slow descent into dementia. <laughs> yes, yes. Um and so the next scene, we have Fran and Maxwell meeting at the OBGYN for like a routine checkup. And before the doctor even comes in, they start bickering over the whole Niall CC situation. Because he's basically like, you know, you never should have gotten involved with other people's yep. lives. And now I have to deal with the fallout because <laughs> Niles is like super depressed. And of course, that becomes um, Mr. Sheffield's problem. Yes. And he basically makes Fran promise to stop interfering in the love life of in their love life. It becomes and, it becomes Mr. Sheffield's problem because Mr. Sheffield insists that the people working for him also be chipper. Because <laughs> it's like there is a world where it's just like, all right, Niles is a little depressed. I'll just let this play its course. But Mr. Sheffield's like, no, it's unacceptable. It's affecting all, my day. <laughs> there's that, but you also know that Niles would definitely like you know sit on a couch eating ice cream and like yes, not and respond lament. to yeah, not yes. respond to basic like calls for like, hey, have you? Have you done any of your basic responsibilities? <laughs> but so we then get what I wasn't sure if it was the A or the B plot of the episode yet. But now I would say after seeing it, it was the B plot. Um, the the doctor, who is not their yeah. usual Dr. Reynolds. It's Dr. Reynolds' sister because I guess they just couldn't get um, – what's her name for today's episode? Yeah. The great – Nora Dunn? Nora Dunn. That's it. Yeah. I was going to say Lainey Kazan and I knew that was wrong. No, um, Nora Dunn. But so this doctor gives them Nora Dunn, <laughs> musical <The> guest, <laughs> G. E. Smith in the Saturday Night Live band. Uh, oh, he's got a job for her. life. Ugh. I mean, uh, so, but, now. <laughs> I know, but Rip. you have a job for life if you because the the new guy sucks. Um, but yeah. so hey, Lorne, are you, are you <laughs> so, listening? You should watch the Emma Stone episode just for the sketch, uh, questioning questions or something. It's like a game show. Oh, we watched that. It was great. Oh, I love that. <laughs> just the, the, the host was, what's his name, was so good. Like the host of who so guy played those. And then just the idea that he's trying to give this tortoise away. <laughs> <laughs> the tortoise. <laughs> Okay. It was a rare, like completely irreverent sketch from them. I like when they just go like very, very, very weird. Yes. Uh, Which is rare. Usually it's not like that. Yeah. And what's his name? Has a he's he's as he's getting riper, he is getting a real Norm McDonald vibe to him in his own way. But okay, cut all that, cut all that, because so then so this doctor ends up 
giving Fran and Mr. Sheffield these two baby dolls that are like battery operated to cry and to pee and to like spit up because she's basically like, you know, for all of our patients who are going to have twins, we want to really get them some practice, which I, I think that's so, I mean, do doctors ever really do this? I mean, I know that sometimes couples will like. No. And I, I found it particularly egregious that Mr. Sheffield in this moment didn't go, ma'am, I've had three children. <laughs> like, oh, right. He he reacts so like late, later in the episode, he's like, this is stupid. You know, these are dolls. But like, I felt like it was a real missed opportunity to not have him in this moment be like, I've had three children. Like I, like I get it. Twins is different, but like, I know how to change diapers and take care of baby. You know, like she was talking to them, like they were new parents, which Fran is, but Mr. Sheffield's not. And it's true. Very well, weird. To, <laughs> to his credit later, he's like, you know, darling, you need to learn like which cries are important and which aren't. And right. I was like, so we're right. But, um, so yeah. I was also thinking, did you ever have to do any kind of assignment like this for like home ec or anything? We had eggs. We had to take care of eggs. I think we had to take care of a pack of flour. Oh, yeah. No, is- ours was an egg. So we had to like build a little bed and carry the egg <laughs> around for like a week or whatever. And you know, uh, I staged I- a kidnapping. <laughs> uh, an old Lindenberg baby. Egg. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was Lindenberg funny. Egg. The next scene, this is so fun. Um, Niles runs into Fran in the living room and he's still super mad at her. Um, but she promises, she's like, listen, I have promised Maxwell that I will not let a single piece of advice run through my lips again. And she's like, that's why. And she goes, hit it. And Brighton and Gracie come out and they reenact. It was so funny. And the kids were so good. They reenact the moment that Niles proposed to Cece. And then when she says no, Brighton or Niles played by Brighton goes, I've done this all wrong. I, I should have started out slower. You know what? Let me take a step back. Let me just ask you to dinner. And then so Niles looks at Fran and he's like, so you're saying that you think I should start slower? And she goes, how you interpret the play is up to you. <laughs> um, with the kids, like uh, Gracie was so good at playing a, a little Cece. So they were both great. I thought they were both great. I really liked this scene. And in my head, I was like a momentarily distracted going, is there ways for them to do this in every episode for the remainder of the show? Yes. yes. Like, can they shoehorn in who the kids have to play act as the adults? Because it's great. Yeah. And those you know. two are, they're just really good. Yeah. They're underused. Uh, it's really, it, the, the the deeper we get, you know, as we kind of wrap this series up, I really, really have a better understanding now of why, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh Madeline Zima. Uh, Madeline, thank you. Yeah. Of why she um kind of feels like she was sort of a prop, you know, and kind of wasted on, on the show. Yeah. I, I I get that. I mean, I really understand that more now. My recollection of the kids was that they were way more involved. I was really surprised as we watched the show to see how much of it was just like kind of about the adults and the adults' problems and the kids were just yeah kind of background uh, and flavor. as we as we said before though like when i when i take a step back i'm like oh i would rather have watched this show than like you know a, a show like a family matters where it's like you know that that instantly ages it down when you're like dealing with kids problems every week so i'm not mad like 
on a macro level, but like I can totally see how, yes, from like a young actor's perspective, um, she would feel that way, you know? But okay, so Fran slips the advice, which I thought was very good advice because again, she didn't tell Niles to go ask Cece to marry him. She just right. was like, go talk to her about how you feel, which would yes. be like, hey, I, th- I think I have feelings for you. Do you want to do dinner sometime? Like, it was just, right. she, she went, couldn't have known he was going to be a complete weirdo and blurt yeah. out, will you marry me? I go. Like, um, so then Niles It's one of the like, few well, times where Fran's actually not really at fault. You know, it's yeah. like, hey, she gave him good advice. She said, go speak what's on your mind. How could she have predicted that yeah. this and is Niles what it would was be? A super freak. Um, <laughs> Big so loser. Then, um, <laughs> well, then not, and Niles is like, well, how do you know CC will say yes? Or he's like, how do you know Miss Babcock will say yes? And Fran's like, I, I just know. I'm absolutely sure of it. Cut to Cece and Fran talking, and Cece is going, absolutely not. <laughs> like, she will not say yes. Um, and but, but Fran's sort of like, can't you just do this one thing? You know, it'll be the nice thing to do, you know, and kind of just, like, nudges her to the point where she says, fine, if he asks me, I'll say yes. And there was also a great bit in this scene where Cece takes one of the baby dolls, and she takes out its batteries and then drops it face down. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, it was so just, cold <laughs> it was yeah. great yeah i kept waiting for someone to toss one of those babies weirdly enough i was like oh someone's <laughs> gonna throw a baby i guarantee it uh, you don't write a comedy um, with a plastic baby and not manhandle it a little bit it's just funny yeah it's like chekhov's gun <laughs> so then Chekhov's that night <laughs> fran and maxwell they're in the bedroom starting to get it on which if anyone was curious if they were still doing it while she's pregnant, the answer is yes. I was um, shocked. I had to Google it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, well, Imagine yeah, if that's how I learned. Yeah, you can have sex while pregnant. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to jostle the baby. <laughs> yeah, what if you poke it in its eye? Yep, yep, exactly. Um, so... The fake babies start to cry while they're trying to get it on, and Mr. Sheffield begrudgingly goes to tend to them, but not because he actually thinks it's helpful, but because he knows that if he doesn't, Fran will be too distracted to make love. And while he's gone, Niles appears in their bedroom, and he is livid, like even more angry than before. And he reveals that he proposed again that night, and Cece again refused. And she's like, did you not learn anything from my play? I knew Brighton wasn't conveying the right pathos. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Which is a great line. And because and, she was basically like, I told you to not propose. I told you to just, you know, take it slow. But Niles, he's like basically done. And he declares that he cannot be around Cece anymore. And he, in fact, is going to quit. Like he's like, I can't be under the same roof with her after all this. It's too humiliating. Yep. And he's really Messed serious up. about it. And he says, he turns on his heels and he leaves the room and he says all of this right as Maxwell comes back in. And now Maxwell's angry at Fran because she had promised she would not interfere in this anymore. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The next, the next scene we have breakfast the next morning. This is a little bit of like a filler scene. I felt because um, not that much happens, but it was funny. But so it's Val and Sylvia are there with Fran having breakfast, and she's kind of like lamenting about the whole situation. And um, Val's like, you know, you should just go talk to Miss Babcock directly. And like literally, the only like I would say like the only like net gain from this short little scene is that. Um, <laughs> When Sylvia sees Fran taking care of these fake babies, she goes, oh, this brings me back to when you were little. And then Fran's like, what did you do when Nadine and I cried? (laughs) And Sylvia goes, oh, I just leave the room. It was so annoying. (laughs) 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 But so um, so then Fran goes to talk to Cece. Cece's like refuses to be nice to Niles or to apologize. Then Maxwell comes in and he literally screams at Cece. He like yells at her. He's like, you need to go make this right. And so Niles comes in and Cece goes. Well, I'm sorry if we're boring you, Toria. <laughs> I'm so jealous. But so then Cece goes and she tries to apologize to Niles, but it just goes completely off the rails and they end up just flinging insults at each other. And then yep. in the end, it actually gets pretty serious. Like Niles, like not even as a yeah. joke. Yeah. Is like he's like fine. Say no to me, and you know, make fun of me, and you know, just go on doing exactly what you're doing in life. But like, you know, what do you even have? You're just pining away for a married man who's starting a family with another woman, and in 15 years, you'll be saying "Merry Christmas" to your friends in rehab. And he turns around and he goes up the stairs, and yep. it again, it's not played for laughs, and and it no. even leaves her like momentarily speechless. And yeah. you know, Fran and Max. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And like yeah. Fran and Maxwell, they've been watching the whole thing and they're kind of like, Ugh. and then mm-hmm. Cece just kind of looks up and she's like, you know what? He's right. Like I, I've always, you know, stayed too long at the fair, but you know, not this time. She's like, I need to move on. And yeah. she's like, you know, Maxwell, you're going to have my resignation on your desk tomorrow morning. And she just picks up her purse and she walks out. And it was also yep. like not played for jokes by Lauren Lane either. And it was great acting so, from both of them, quite frankly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then that night, Fran and Maxwell, they're in bed, <laughs> and they they decide, they're like, you know what? We need to convince Niles and Cece to stay. This is crazy. But but it's also, they, they mostly decide that because they truly believe that neither of those two people would be able to survive outside the home. <laughs> they're, like, too incompetent. They're like, oh, you got it. just so uh, insulting because, like... like Cece has an apartment. <laughs> she doesn't live with them. Well, it's also funny because it again shows how like 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 Mr. Sheffield's very dysfunctional relationship with people he hires where he's like, well, if they like they're so incompetent, they won't be able to survive outside of like like this this like me basically supporting them, which is like not the reason you should no. see keep people on your payroll. <laughs> No, not at all. And, and quite <laughs> frankly, like, while that might be true for Niles, that does not, I mean, Cece's not dumb. You know what I mean? She's like crazy, but she seems to be a fairly competent producer. I feel like she would be fine if she quit. 
Yes. I mean, um, they even had the whole episode where she did quit and Mr. Sheffield yeah. realized how much she does. Exactly. Meanwhile, Niles c- does have skills, but I think he's become too soft. And if he was like working for someone that wouldn't let him, you know, yes. r- rifle through his cigars, drink his whiskey and and also like um, shamelessly spy on him. <laughs> he, he's he too close. Very, yeah. If you're going to have living <laughs> help, you, you, you got to have some distance. <laughs> <laughs> don't be too warm that's what i always say um <laughs> so they so oh, they decide that they need to stop this so they're like let's start by talking to niles and remember this is like after midnight it's like nighttime so they head over niles to niles's bedroom and they're like we just need to tell him how much we love him how much we value him you know we just need to convince him to stay and they knock and there is no answer and then fran's like Oh, you know, he's a heavy sleeper. Sometimes I ring him two, three in the morning for a Diet Coke and he doesn't answer. <laughs> and so she just swings open his door to yeah. reveal that he is asleep in bed with CC. Meaning yep. they have had sex, guys. And yeah. And it's it seems like crazy. They're very they're very content. They're both sleeping with smiles on their faces. This is such a horny season. I don't even know anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, everyone's getting laid this season. <laughs> Everyone. Even Maggie. And that was the episode. Uh, no, there was a button. Oh, Yetta comes a great in, button. Yetta comes into the kitchen <laughs> the next day, and she's looking at the baby dolls, and she doesn't realize they're dolls. And she's like, coochie, coochie, coo. And then Gracie comes in behind her, and, and she's like, oh, hi, Yetta. Do you want me to make you something to eat? And then he goes, Yetta goes, yeah, talk. She thought that the baby said it. Um, so more proof <laughs> that she is senile. But also I went, it's nice that Gracie would make her something. Mm. She's a good kid. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> And now that's the episode. That is, so should we yeah. move on to our segments? We should. This episode was a little bit of a circus, wouldn't you say, Toria? <laughs> Uh-oh. And now, segments. Are we ready for segments? We are so ready for segments. Let's go. Um, segments? All right, so segment time. Segments. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our segments? Um, should we get into our segments? Segments. Uh, with Sean and Toria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now my mental imaginings went to us um, as Fosse dancers. <laughs> oh, okay. And... Um, what was, oh my gosh, the famous Liza Minnelli, I'm, my brain is so dead, the famous Fosse, Liza Minnelli performance, Michael York, Cabaret. Oh, Cabaret, yeah, yeah. Yes, I just imagined oh, us being like. See, and I imagined us um, each on a unicycle with a bear also on a unicycle wearing a top hat, <laughs> <laughs> riding around. I like that. I'm, yeah. I am not opposed to that either. Yeah. Um, okay, um, well. Let's get into it. Favorite lines and moments. I have a couple that we didn't hit. Go for it. Um, I really liked 
uh, Fran saying, or Cece says to Fran, uh, you know, did I ever try to interfere with you and Maxwell in your relationship? And Fran goes, no, but one time you tried to push, or she goes, no, but you did try to push me in front of a bus. And Cece goes, once. <laughs> she goes, once. And I apologize. <laughs> That was also my first line that I say to him. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I, I also so really, 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 it wasn't like a specific line, but the whole bit of Fran and also Sylvia stealing shit from Val and Val's mother is so <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> so Fran is like, Val says, like, this tells a story of like, she's like, remember one time I had that doll that I loved so much and then I lost it. And then the next day you got one that was exactly like it. She's like, I was so sad. And Fran goes like, yeah, weird. Or yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, you remember? And Fran's like, vaguely. <laughs> and then later we see Fran oh. comes in with a suitcase and Val goes, Wow, that looks just like the luggage my mother lost at the airport that one time with you guys on a vacation. Remember, Sylvia? And Sylvia goes, vaguely. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's so Such horrible the, the, the fines just keep stealing shit and <laughs> making these people, like, gaslighting them. It's so uh, good. I love um, it. What were yours? I'd I I have those two exact ones flagged. And then I also have mm. when the OBGYN comes in and she's like, hi, like I'm Dr. Reynolds' sister. And then Fran goes, two doctors in one family. You know, my father had two sisters on his side who both made dried apple people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. Uh, and then I, we already said it, but I love the line where she goes, did you learn nothing from my play? I knew Brighton wasn't conveying the right pathos. <laughs> um, and then that was it for me. Should we move on to Yiddish? Yes. Okay, so sorry, we, there I meant was to just say, oi. <laughs> um, so then sorry. we I only got Yenta. Okay, yeah. Well, I have an exciting development in the world of the nanny podcast Yiddish segments. Uh, because over Hanukkah, uh, your boy got a brand new book called The Joys of Yiddish, which means it's very, very late in our podcast for me to have discovered that this is a thing I could have just had this whole time, but now we have a deep dive into Yiddish words. So let's see what they say about Yenta, shall we? Um, interestingly, the official definition for Yenta is a woman of low origins or vulgar manners, uh, a shrew or a shallow uh, uh, person. Uh, the other definition is a gossipy, scandal-spreading rumor monger, uh, which is, you know, kind of how it's more often used, uh, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and they talk about how uh, Yenta Telenebi was a famous character in a Yiddish newspaper published in New York. She was invented by humor writer B. Kovner, which was the <clears throat> pen name of Jacob Adler, who was a uh, a playwright. And a stage actor, um, so that 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 was one of the first times that it was it was used as like a character it was like this fake Yenta Telebani would I guess write into the 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 column, and then there was also uh, uh, another thing they point out is that um, is that uh, uh, the rapid fire comedian Jack Leonard 
uh, once called the garrulous moderator of a television discussion program, Ayenta with Facts. <laughs> wow. Hey, I think I'm Ayenta with Facts. You are, You know what? I think you are. <gasps> I love it. Um, that's so what, yeah, that's so- what I want. Um, I'm going to change my Instagram uh, bios again to with facts i like that <laughs> or maybe well, I, then, that, maybe we, that should be our shows and that should actually be for both of us yet two yentas with facts mm-hmm. um, i'm gonna go back and uh and i'm just gonna insert myself into every old episode <laughs> reading <laughs> be like oh that's interesting toya let me look in the book <laughs> <laughs> um okay that's great that's great yeah, okay it's fun. so then for Nanny Trivia. There's only like four episodes left. <laughs> I know. God, well, get mad at whoever gave you that lovely gift for not giving um, it to you sooner. I, I blow my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Nanny Trivia. Oh. This is from our wonderful listener, Lisa. And she wrote yes. us via Instagram. Yes. Uh, and she wrote, so I was listening to the latest episode of the podcast. And you guys were talking about Mandy Patinkin and the line about him leaving Chicago Hope. Well, I remembered him mentioned in an earlier season, so I looked it up. In season three, episode 11, they mentioned getting a script to him. So I guess it was keeping with continuity, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. It's wow. such an like, um, amazing memory for, for on Lisa's yeah. part. Seriously. Yeah, um, I do love that. That's pretty um, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank well, you, Lisa. Of- of listeners, uh, I, I we could quickly dip into the listener mailbag. I I uh, cannot remember if we did this one or not. I think we did, um, but Christina wrote in to say hello? that she's uh, hello. <laughs> that hello? was such a long. That was such a long pause. <laughs> oh, I, it must have cut out because I was talking that whole time. No, I I just heard you go. I cannot remember, and then there was a long pause. Oh yeah, I cut out because I was talking. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but but re- regardless, uh, Christina wrote in just to say she's depressed that this podcast is ending. Um, and she wants us to do a couple of extra episodes where maybe we discuss specific things or characters or stuff like that, which I'm, I'm not opposed to. We, we'll, we'll talk about it because then the next email is from Sophia. Now, I couldn't possibly cover everything that's covered in this email. Uh, I've decided to sum it up by saying Sophia is a fan. She is a writer. Um, uh, she she uh, is a millennial uh, English-Russian Jew born in the UK and living in London with the same ethnic distribution as Toria, she notes, Jewish mom, English father. Mm. Um, she wrote us uh, maybe a five-page email that is like thoroughly researched um, she, uh, there's all sorts of stuff in here that, that I'm, I'm going to pass along to Toria because I think you'll be able to pull, uh, fun trivia stuff from this. She basically sends us like sourced Great. trivia. Um, she just, oh, you know, and she says she just wrote a 676 page biography with 140 pages of endnotes. So she's like, I'm very good at referencing and finding things. And here's a bunch of cool stuff I found specifically though. She talks about Daniel Davis and Lauren Lane. Right, because she really likes them and and their whole thing, and she sort of like deep dove into, you know, what is the deal with this relationship? Because Davis does not support the idea of liking of Cece and Niles; he was against it. Um, and uh, 
and she found that interesting. And then um, he says that he thinks that it's too pat and kind of a Hollywood ending that they end up together. But then he also mm -hmm. says that he really liked the idea of a CC and Niles spinoff, which he wanted. So <laughs> it's interesting. Um, and then she, she found a podcast episode uh, where he says that uh, he feels like they would have had an affair, but got tired of each other. So he felt it to be like not very believable that they would like mm, that he would actually mm -hmm. propose and want to like be with her um which is really interesting and then um she also says that he gave more details uh about this spinoff said that he pitched it to the network at the end of season six um and that uh though he's seen negative on the coupling in recent years there's an interview from season three where he says there's a fine line between love and hate between niles and cc which is pretty interesting, way before any of the them getting together stuff. So it's interesting that at one point he was like, oh, maybe they do like each other. And then he like got really mm. cool on it. Um, th there's mm -hmm. a bunch in here. You'll, I'll let you go through it. She has a whole bunch of cool facts and stuff uh, that will be fun as we kind of go through all of the remaining episodes. But I just wanted to really highlight, she put so much work into it uh, and everyone should, uh, be grateful for all of the fun trivia we're going to get. So thank you, Sophia. And, yeah. Thank you, uh, Sophia. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's I, really awesome. I got to Sean, you got to forward me the email. Cause you know, I've locked, I constantly lock myself <coughs> out of our email account. <laughs> I did forward it to you, Toria. I think you, you did actually. You, you did. You did forward it to me. Okay. I have anything. it. I have it. And I got to read okay. it. I was in Australia. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I did. Okay, good. Uh, so that's that. Let's close up the fan bag. <laughs> fan bag. <laughs> I just made myself laugh. Um, and close up I the think fran it's bag. the fran bag. And now it's the saddest time of the episode because it's time to say goodbye. But no, it's the fran or the CC. <laughs> no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Time to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, uh, Fran of the CC, I got to tell you, I um, kind of felt like nobody in this episode. Because not even Niles? <laughs> I, no, no, not even Niles. I'm happily married. <laughs> I wasn't rejected <laughs> by um, her. <laughs> that's true. But you hey, know, guess, who, guess who he ends up with? I know. Well, you know, look, I, I guess if anyone, I felt like the Fran because she was given those babies and then <laughs> carried them around in almost every single scene and Maxwell was nowhere to be seen. And uh, I feel like I love babies and would also carry uh, plastic babies around if given them. <laughs> You're forever babies. Um, mm -hmm. And I felt like the Fran because as we've said before, or as I said before, I definitely have a tendency to try to get involved, try to fix things that don't really concern me. And sometimes you make a bigger mess and you should just stay out of it. And I'm trying to learn that lesson still. Yeah. I tell you that every yeah. single day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. And if you don't want the party to end, uh, please find us on Instagram or on Twitter. Uh, oh, Mr. Chef Pod. You can also go to oh, Mr. Chef uh, and, and look at stuff that you could buy that has a show logo on it and stuff like that. And, uh, that's about it for us this week, Toria, but next week, very exciting episode, the mm -hmm. Yetta letters. Oh Yetta. my gosh. <laughs> I have so um, many thoughts. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it and to watch it and we can all talk about it and we will delve deep into the question of what do Niles and Cece do with all of that olive oil? 
That's my <laughs> teaser for next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So on that note, goodbye. goodbye. And now segments. Are we ready for segments? We are so ready for segments. Let's go. Um, segments? All right. So segment time. Segments. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our segments? Um, should we get into our segments? Segments uh, with Sean and Toria. 